Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans, by fans. NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns and No Breaks. This is the spot where we talk all things NASCAR, and I do it with no other better person than I know of than my man, Front Row Kenny. What do you say, Kenny? What's good with y'all people? <laughs> yes, sir. What a weekend of just Daytona 500 we had, Kenny, and we're going to get into that real soon, but why don't we just let everybody know how your weekend was there, kind sir? Man, you know what? My weekend was pretty good. Obviously, Daytona consumed my weekend because this is like the very first, well, the first points paying weekend of the year. But I just want to give a quick shout out to my teammates that were out there in Daytona this weekend. They did a fantastic job. Like, it it was amazing. So, you know, big kudos to the Daytona team. They did great. And uh, yeah, we have kick started 2022 for real now. So, yeah, I'm happy for the new season. I'm excited to see what more we can get because we got a really exciting race. Obviously, we'll talk more about that later. But, Renee, what's been going on with you, man? Let the good people know what's going on. Well, some exciting turn of events in Renee's world here. And, of course, all of our listeners know pretty much that my, my life is just all over the place in general. But it's it's it's, it's gotten even crazier. But 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 a good crazy. Kenny and, and all the people here that listen to All Turns No Break, letting everybody know that I am a currently, I just today got out here to a small little town called Porterville, California probably about 45 minutes away from Bakersfield. If anybody knows where that is, it's kind of going north of Los Angeles, probably about, I'm going to say maybe about a little over three hours north of the Los Angeles area. And I'm out here on a travel assignment for uh, the hospital. I took a medical assignment out here. And, you know, Kenny, it I tell you, you know, I just kind of wanted to take a just a small break back away from comedy. I'm not quitting comedy. I'm going to be honest with you, because the, the funny thing is, is that they actually do comedy shows out here. It's it's the weirdest thing. But I remember coming up this way and doing comedy actually out in this area years ago. When, even when I first start, when I first moved to California, we were doing uh, comedy shows up here in the Bakersfield area. So the fact that I'm here actually doing a travel assignment in the medical in the medical field just kind of has come full circle. But, you know, I, I, I feel good. It's great to be out here. It's only for 13 weeks. And then I head back to Los Angeles and, and possibly do another travel assignment, possibly San Diego. But this is where I'm at right now for the next 13 weeks. This will be my home. And I'm telling you, Kenny, um, it, it, I, I, it's a new adventure in, in my life. And I, I, I can't wait to see how it turns out. But 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 everything looks looks so far so good, my brother. Man, that's awesome. Big ups to you. Obviously, that's a, a huge deal for sure. The only thing I know about Bakersfield is Kevin Harvick is from Bakersfield, I believe. And yep, all I know is... As I'm a train person, I like any damn thing that's an automobile, if you guys haven't figured that out at this point, or anything that moves that's huge, like planes. But all I know is Union Pacific, they got a big old like train yard out there. That's like the most I know about Bakersfield. I'm going to be real. 
Yeah, there's really not a whole lot out here in Bakersfield. But you know what? Somebody did tell me before I was leaving out here. They were like, you know, well, Bakersfield, they said, is uh, kind of growing. And blah, 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 blah. Oh, and look at like, Bakersfield. Well, I, yeah. I was like, really? I was like, and how would you know that? Bakersfield out here growing. But, That's all right. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you something, Kenny. I'm actually really looking forward to working out here and uh, just doing what I need to do because I thoroughly enjoy uh, taking care of people. I thoroughly enjoy working in the medical field. I enjoy learning. I enjoy traveling. You know that. And, and you know, I'm sure all of our, our listeners know that just from me doing stand-up. You know, I get to travel all, all, all the time. And this is kind of the same, just a little bit different. So I'm just kind of a, a little time out away from the stage. Not to say that I, that, that I'm quitting altogether because that, that would never happen, any at least not anytime soon. But like I said, I'm looking forward to this new adventure and we're going to get it kickstarted. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, that's what's up. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm really happy for like you, obviously. And I swear, all of my friends are like in family are doing great things. Um, big shout out to my good friend uh, Dontre. He is going to, well, he has already started. Matter of fact, this week he is with IndyCar. He is now doing their social media. He used to be my coworker at NASCAR, but he has moved on and he's going back home, which is really dope. So. Definitely looking forward to his content. Big ups to him and, you know, big ups to all my homies out here making, making big moves. You feel me? <laughs> Dude, every, I love it. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it, I, you know, 2022, you you know, we, you, we got to start. We got to start off on the right foot individually. I, I, you know, nah, I mean, for real, though, we man. We got to do something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, look, listen, I, I will tell I will tell anybody out there, like literally, yo, bet on yourself believe in yourself and have confidence like literally like that is like one of the number one things you just have to pick yourself like i know people say obviously everybody's self is like naturally that's just life like everyone is is selfish to some degree and honestly better yourself do what's best for you and hey guess what it don't matter what you do because someone's gonna say something about it and someone's gonna have an opinion about it so guess what do what you got to do. I'm paraphrasing for what I really would say, but do what you got to do. I promise you. And go from there because you're probably going to be 20 times happier when you do it. So, hey, to yeah. anybody trying to do something out there this year, next month, tomorrow, hey, just do it, man. You're going to do your thing. That's my word. I sound like an inspirational speaker. I'm not Tam on her podcast um, that she does every morning. <laughs> I'm not like her, but, you know, my stuff just doesn't. Right. <laughs> I have a different level of delivery. If you if you know me personally, you understand where it's coming from. But y'all don't exactly, but obviously you know what it is. Do what you got to do and stay hydrated. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you that. Well, speaking of starting off on the right foot, Kenny, ain't nobody started off on the right foot but rookie Austin Cindric and his and and his entire team. I mean, I mean, wow, man, I didn't see that coming. Man, listen, I, I, I didn't see that coming at all. You know what's crazy? So I was working with my coworker on Saturday morning, and she asked me, she's like, hey, who's your pick for Daytona? I was like, Kyle Busch was my original pick. But I told her, I was like, Austin Cindric might not be a bad pick either. He has been pretty good on super speedway races. You know, she was like, no, nah, I don't know. I know he's won the Xfinity race at Daytona, but... I don't know about Cup. And the funniest thing is, like, literally soon as everything finished, we go on Slack. And I'm like, I told you this morning. I said, there's a chance. I said, I wouldn't count him out. And here we are. He is a Daytona 500 champion. That is a very real thing. I believe at the age of 23, however old he is, he's young. 
He's a young guy and he has solidified his name in history. He has himself a Harley J trophy to his name. Like that's huge. And man, what a race. Like what a debut yeah, man. at Daytona with the next gen car and a points paying, you know, environment. It was crazy. Like it, you know, it was calm, but it was also crazy as expected. But man, what a race. I, I'm telling you, it, well, it was just exciting. I, 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 yeah, you know, I, I can't remember which one of the guys in the booth said it, but but he said, you know, this this race just never disappoints, and and I I, I pretty much have to agree with him. And it, you know, you know, you're always gonna get something, and we 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 definitely got, I I think we definitely got our money's worth, you know, this past weekend. I thoroughly enjoyed the race, Kenny. You know, and 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 even though Centric won, you know, why don't we go ahead and go down that top ten and see uh, who else came through? Because there's a there's a there's a there's a young kid that came in second and i know i know he i know he came in second and he and you know what when you come in second it's just you know it, it's still a good thing but boy but you know he i know he was upset but you know that's just the way it goes no honestly and trust me second place stings in one of the biggest races um in america no doubt about it yeah but yeah what i will say before i go dive into the top 10 before we start the race there was just one notable thing that was pointed out and i didn't really think too much into it but this weekend and the cup race there were four black owners that had cars out there this weekend so john cohen of ny racing he had greg biffle's car in the 44 23xi obviously with michael jordan with the 23 and the 45 car brad doherty who is a former unc tar heel and a former nba player in the 47 with ricky stenhouse and believe it or not Floyd Money Mayweather had a car with number 50 entry, the Pit Pit Viper Chevrolet Camaro with Kaz Rolla. So, yeah, it was. Oh, wow. Wow, that's right. That's amazing. Like, I think back to when I was a kid. And again, I probably have said this story like a thousand times, but I'm going to say it again like a broken record anyway. I remember telling my dad when I was young, like, man, there are not a lot of people that look like me. I obviously have enjoyed the sport for 20 years plus, but. When I was young, I noticed it. And, you know, when you're a kid, you say anything and you just say what's on your mind. And I guess I was already, I guess you could say forward thinking or at least thinking about, you know, my people that look just like me. <laughs> so, you know, because yeah. I'm like, man, it'd be cool to see it. And obviously now I'm living it, which is, you know, still crazy in itself. But also to see that in a race environment where there's that many owners is absolutely insane. And obviously you got to pay homage to the late great Sam Bell Navis, who literally was one that paved the way and was a car owner at one point with, with the Allison family. So, you know, like things like that. And then seeing this in 2022 is amazing in itself. And, and one more that I got to give a shout out to speaking of owners and me, yeah, Ray, do me it. and you can relate to this big time because we're Cowboys fans, <laughs> even though we'd be having, we'd be going through the motions all season, but Emmett Smith and Jesse Awuji, obviously, open their own team and they ran on Saturday. So that was also a pretty cool moment, but yes, it happened. Our guy, Emmett Smith, the man, <laughs> the myth yeah, himself yeah, was I, out there and Daytona. I thought I would never see the day. This, I thought I'd never live to see the day that that would happen. But yeah, it, it was pretty awesome to see that take off. Yeah. Nah, it's crazy. Cause like, you know, we've had a couple part-time owners and partial owners and, and NASCAR, like across the board, especially like thinking from the NFL, like Terry Bradshaw, when he had a team at one point in the 90s, you know, Brett Favre had a team like it, it, it's crazy. But 
yeah, it's just amazing to see, you know, people that look like me in ownership, because to be quite frank, if I look across other leagues, I probably can't point many out. Like, that's the thing. So, you know, seeing it in a you right. seeing it in a sport <laughs> like that I'm passionate about is pretty dope. And I'm glad, you know, things are changing. Obviously, there is always work to be done, but a pretty, a pretty amazing. Feat, absolutely. Though, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So with that being said. On my little, I guess you could say, Kenny's rant this time around. I'll say it like that this time. Even though I still got one more left, I'll tell y'all about that later in the episode. But to run down the top 10. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to it. You know, we'll we'll get to that point. But the top 10, the Daytona 500, the 64th running of it, as a matter of fact. Austin Sendrick, he claimed victory. And he gets a Daytona 500 trophy on his not his rookie debut because he ran the 500 last year as well but to cap off his legitimate rookie season I guess you could say he is now etched in history forever that's big on him and also now he's locked into the playoffs automatically after getting his first win so Mm -hmm. that's real big for that's real big for that team I'm sure that's great especially to have your young driver uh, perform in such a time right there but in second place, Bubba Wallace this is the second time he has come close to winning a 500. So obviously, yeah, if you saw him on TV and you saw the pictures from 23XI's social account, he was dejected. And the thing about it is, like all weekend long, what I noticed from him just by the TV, just by the TV interviews, he just sounded confident. I mean, the car looked great in the duels. The car looked great in all practices. I forget how many it was. I think four or five. But either way, yeah. you know, everything just seemed different i don't know if he's had a different cadence i don't know if people fully know this in detail but bubba actually did not have as much time as many others did to test this week this uh past off season because he was dealing with a shoulder surgery and he had surgery Mm -hmm. so he was not able to drive the car and i think that injury came along sometime last year and it was finally time for him to actually get that done and once the off season came around you know he healed from it um, now he's back. But I think one of the good things is for 23XI moving forward through the 2022 season is the fact that we have practice back. I think those moments are really going to help that team out a lot. And then on top of that, having the veteran Kurt Bush alongside them, I think that's going to be really, really huge for them. But a very yeah, solid effort, that. like a very, very solid effort, no doubt. I know it probably stings like hell to be that close well, once again. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what, and I think that that's probably why Kenny. I, I, you know, you know, he, he, he. I mean, in his words, he called it a gut punch. But I think that that's probably where it's stemming from. He knew he was already close once before, and then here he is. He came oh so close. I mean, you know, he. Gosh, I mean, if if, if some things just would have been different, I'm sure he probably would have came out on top. But it's it's always a woulda, shoulda, coulda. You know what I mean? But you you know you always go and 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 try to replay certain things during the race of what you could have done different that maybe, you know, the outcome could have been different, you know, to benefit, you know, obviously Bubba, but you know, you know, sometimes we're, we're our own worst enemies when it comes to either being in the entertainment business or just being, you know, an athlete, you know, what could I have done different to, you know, have the outcome different, but you know, him, him, him coming in second again and coming oh so close, you know, that, that, that's where I think the gut punch comment comes from. Nah, for sure. I completely understand where he comes from on that aspect, for sure. It's it's tough. But the remainder of the top 10 go. Chase Briscoe came home in third. His Bubba Wallace's best friend, Brian Blaney, came home in fourth. Eric Almarola and his final Daytona 500 as a full-time driver came home in fifth. 
Kyle Busch finished sixth. Last year's Daytona 500 winner Michael McDowell came home in seventh. Eighth place for David Reagan in the Rick Ware entry. Ninth place is Brad Keselowski, even though he caused quite a few wrecks on Sunday. He still managed to take home a top 10, and Chase Elliott rounded out the top 10. So there goes your top 10, and I obviously just partially mentioned one of the notables with Brad Keselowski. He was involved in about three wrecks. Um, One that was at the end of stage one that actually sent Harrison Burton up (laughs) in the air. It was just... You sure it was just three? Man, I, I, maybe I missed one, but yeah, the one that was probably the most notable was with <laughs> Harrison Burton. When he flipped, I was like, dang. You know, he was running good, too. He was he led a couple laps. The car looked pretty good out front, but he had yeah. one too many of a push, and that was all she wrote. That sent William Byron going for a spin. Denny Hamlin was involved. He was done right then and there, so no fourth Harley J trophy for him, unfortunately. He'll have to try again next year, but... Yeah, you know, that was a tough one for sure. But another one, obviously, that accident that happened late in the race in the tri-oval, that involved him, Kyle Larson, and a few other drivers that were taken out, a few contenders. Like Martin Truex Jr. is another name I can remember. But, yeah. The third one was the worst. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was bad. Like, it, it was rough. And, you know. He, he, took out, he, took out my, he took out my winning pick. <laughs> I always think about our picks like anytime stuff happens. Like I thought Kyle Bush was going to be out of it completely at one point, but I was like, dang, you know, that's another one of my picks. Same thing with Chris Busher because he got taken out too. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. man, that's that's tough because they ha- like Roush Fenway Keselowski. I got to say it right now. They have a very, very good super speedway program and they have come close so many times. Like I've talked to my friend Sydney, who used to work at Roush all the time. I'm like, man, you guys come close like every single time you come to a super speedway, whether it's Daytona or Talladega, no matter the time of the year, like they are always in contention. It's it's crazy. But yeah, it just didn't unfold well. And same thing goes for someone who didn't necessarily wreck. But Greg Biffle was effectively not having that great of a day. They had engine problems all day long, and it just wasn't necessarily the best 500 for them. So yeah, it didn't work out in full for them for the week, but nevertheless, Renee, yeah. I gotta say, the 500 was pretty fun for a brand new car. I I thought it was entertaining. Yeah. I, hell, we had a full packed house. Camping yeah. was sold out. Everything was sold out. Hell, I don't even know if somebody's well, t-shirt was sold out, but it was great. I thoroughly enjoyed the Daytona 500, Kenny. I I thought it was fantastic. The energy was good. The weather was great. The cars ran well. Man, talk about that weather. Talk about that weather, because my God. Let me tell you. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely amazing. I can tell. I can tell you this. The one year that me and Tam went down there for the Daytona 500, it was at the the weather was almost just exactly like that. It was beautiful, and everybody was out cooking and eating and drinking and having a grand old time so i i personally thoroughly enjoyed the race on sunday and you know it's it's just it's so nice when you know we start the season off like this you know with 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 that race specifically but that that, i think that race itself just you know the daytona 500 speaks for itself but you know when you have everything else just come into play with the good weather and the people in the stands and it's packed and the energy is great and the vibe is good you know when when you can start the the when you can start the season off like that kenny it's a it's a big thing and you know i will go even furthermore by saying you know you know 
having, you know, Austin Centric win this race, if this is any any indication of, of what this year is going to be like, you know, I mean, because you know the kind of, you, you know, the kind of season we had last year, you know, if this is any indication of what the season is going to be like, I, I'm all for it and I'm excited. Yeah, no, I think, you know, obviously there was just an electric feel to it this entire weekend to me. I mean, obviously the big anticipation of having the next gen car at Daytona was, you know, already enough. The crowd was packed. Plenty of celebrities around the entire weekend, which is cool. Charles Woodson, obviously a big time NFL mm-hmm. guy. You guys should know who that is. Yeah. You know, gave yeah. gave the command. Man, it was it was cool. Like it was just a, a surreal moment. And I think obviously you want to always start your year off the best way possible. I mean, we had a crazy finish. Thirty six thousandths of a second separated Bubba and Austin Cindric at the line. That's how close that was. If you want to get an idea of how close that is. It ain't much. You might blink your eye and guess what? That's already happened. Like that's how close that was. Like it was, <laughs> it was crazy. But I mean, a great race. And I think all weekend long, just in general, there was a collective amount of racing that was really, really good. And yeah, I'm happy that obviously we're getting ready to hit the West Coast swing going into Fontana. It's going to be a fun time. I mean, that place hasn't had a race in almost two years. So I'm sure like the anticipation in itself is already high. And then having the brand new car there to, kick it off i mean it should be fun but yeah just super hype from 500 like i absolutely love every year when the daytona 500 comes around obviously as a long-time racing fan but man it was electric it was fun and i can't wait for august for daytona again not gonna lie to you Yeah, right. Well, I I tell you, you know, I w- I really wish I was going to be able to get to go down to the to the Fontana race at the Auto Club Speedway, but you know, I'm out here at, near Bakersfield and I'm going to I'm going to end up missing it this year, but you you can bet I'm going to be watching it, you know, on on my TV set. Hey man, duty call, so I completely understand. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess before we get to uh, predictions and wind this down, let's talk about that that thing we were going to oh. talk about. Kid. Oh man, I'm I'm glad you actually prefaced it like that because you know what? Hey, listen. So obviously the 500 is a big race, the Great American Race, as it is dubbed and has been for at least long as I can remember. But there's another race as well that's pretty big that I'm sure a lot of people know about that happens in Indianapolis during Memorial Day weekend, the Indy 500 or the Indianapolis 500 in full. Right? Sure, thousand percent. I'm a racing fan by default, so I watched a little bit of everything. I've watched Indy for as long as I can remember, right? Even if it was the only Indy car race I would watch at a point in time, I'd always watch the 500, right? So I'm sure there's some people who do the same thing for Daytona. They might not watch any of the other NASCAR races during the year, but they watched the 500. So what happened was an article from someone in the Daytona Beach Journal decided to mention that you know, this is the greatest race of, you know, in America or whatever. Okay, that started sparks flying on Twitter. Obviously, it doesn't really take mm-hmm. much to go between <laughs> between two, in quote, divided fan bases, which really shouldn't be. I'll talk about that a little bit later in this talk. But when it comes to that, okay, people talked about it. So guess what? Within 24 hours, obviously, I don't, I'm sure you guys will be able to hear this by either Tuesday or Wednesday. But either way... <laughs> As of Monday, we're recording this, and there was another article from the Indy Star basically saying, you know what? Hold on. Pump the brakes. We're the greatest spectacle, the spectacle in racing, right? Obviously, I know the 
Indy 500 draws out of a very, very big crowd, like 200,000, 300,000, whatever it is, right? That's that's great. Daytona, I think this year they estimated about 130,000 plus or whatever it is, right? That's fantastic, right? right that's right. great for, that's just great for racing in general, right? So absolutely, I personally cannot stand when these type of things happen because at the end of the day, the realization has to come in. Racing in itself is a niche. It just is. There's like no negativity around what I just said. I'm just being completely honest to God truth or telling the honest to God truth, right? It's just like baseball. I told Renee this before we even got on. I said, man, look, you and Dontre, I'll use him as an example again. Y'all are probably the only two people on a consistent basis. Oh, and my homie Brad too. So the three of y'all are the only people that I probably even remotely talk to about baseball, like on a regular basis, because I really just don't know many people. I'm 26, so I don't really know too many people that's like, yeah, man, you catch that match game? Man, they looking at me like, bro, I don't watch that, right? Or I don't watch baseball. I can't do it. I got to be at the ballpark or whatever. You know, whatever. That's cool, right? And so my thing is, when we have these debates going back and forth about oh man, well, no, we're this and no, we're that. It becomes a measurement contest for absolutely no reason. When we all, we should all effectively literally be in this thing like as a a, a family, right? As a family, as you know, Toretto would, right. as Toretto would say, right? Mm-hmm. Like literally keep it as a family. So like, it just doesn't make sense to continuously go back and forth like, oh no, we're better. No, no, we're better. Yo, listen, at the end of the day, racing is a niche, like I said before, it shouldn't be a contest of like, yo, we're better, they're better. No, none of that is necessary. Like, absolutely none of it is necessary. At the end of the day, personally, I just like to see cars go around in either a, a regular circle or a jagged circle. One or the other. Like, I don't like I have never cared to the point, right? And even if I don't watch another series, I'm not about to go downplay, like, for example, I'm not gonna downplay IndyCar, right? IndyCar is great. I'm not gonna downplay IMSA. Yeah. Sports cars are great. I'm not gonna downplay the supercars they're they're freaking awesome like they're cool man like it's cool cars right that's at the end of the mm-hmm. day that's what we all we all watching we're all watching racing it's just in different forms same thing with dirt racing i've seen it in person man it's the coolest thing i've ever seen i love it it's cool right i've seen just right. about all of them in person except for a few but at the end of the day i'm only thing i'm thinking about guess what is racing right when an indy car came to charlotte absolutely and i saw it for the first time i'm like damn that's cool like I'm not thinking, oh man, it ain't ain't good enough to be here here at this racetrack. No, that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't solve anything. Like for the love of God, like please stop doing this. Stop writing the articles too. It's 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 counterproductive. Yeah. It absolutely solves nothing. It doesn't do anybody any good. It just looks like it. Basically, it reminds me of that Twitter that Twitter post or video, and it was like two dogs. One dog was on the other side of the fence, and the, and the other dog was on the other side of the fence, just barking at each other like crazy. But nobody's gonna like nobody got anything solved, like nothing was solved from that, and the dogs just walk away. That's literally what these right, two articles right. look like. That's all that is at this point. So I just wanted to just get that off my chest. Just enough with that, y'all. Please, yeah. I am begging yeah. y'all. We like racing, and just just watch racing. That's it. It's not a contest, man. It ain't a measurement contest, is what I want to say. Like that's that's what it is. Like relax. It's okay. Everything is different. Indy, we go IndyCar and we go NASCAR. Like it's two different things. It's fine. But at the end of the day, yeah. we just watching racing, man. It ain't that serious. You know, you, you know, and and the the fact that you you know what I loved about this whole uh, rant too, Kenny, is I'm glad that you put it into 
into the perspective of of baseball because it's a perfect it's a perfect uh, it's a perfect scenario of what you're talking about. At the end of the day, I you know trust me, I l- I like to go and 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 watch baseball at at different uh, stadiums and and whatnot, and I watch it on TV obviously. But you know what? At the end of the day, I just want to watch some damn baseball. That's it. You know, exactly. I mean, I love the I love the game so much. I don't care where I'm where I'm watching it. You know, I mean, yeah, there's are some stadiums that I like more than others, but you know what at the end of the day i want to watch some baseball <laughs> exactly so that was absolutely fantastic <laughs> exactly that's all man i just want to watch racing in peace man i'm not here to like say okay so any cars but nascar's better than any car or vice versa or formula one i tell formula one fans it's on clubhouse all the time man look do me a favor step out of your comfort zone there are more things in life to Formula One. It's just like NASCAR or IndyCar. There are more things than those two things, right? Those two forms of discipline. If you would just open your eyes and try different stuff out, man, you'd be surprised what you like, man. It's almost like food, dog. You can say you hate, you can say you hate spinach all you want, but man, damn it, if you at least try, you might change your mind, man. You might have it in some stir fry or something like that. Like you might have it in something and you're gonna like it. Like, that's the thing. I used to never watch road racing. Like, believe it or not, I never understood it enough when I was a kid. So I didn't really watch much of it. But as I got older, man, I started watching a little bit of everything. I watched more Formula One. I watched more VA supercars. I watched more Grand Am, now IMSA. I didn't understand it. But guess what? I at least gave it a shot. I wasn't going to knock it down and just say, oh, man, NASCAR, 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 or IndyCar, IndyCar, IndyCar. Man, don't solve a thing, man. Again, at the end of the day, y'all, please, for the love of God, stop writing those damn articles. They don't solve a thing, like not a damn thing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I totally agree. Well, you know what, Kenny, if there's anything else that you want to touch on, by all means, please do so. If not, we can go straight into our predictions, my brother. I think we can do predictions. I'm not even high. I just had to get it off my chest. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for some predictions. It's time for Grace Predictions. My brother Kenny, who you got? Well, we are going to Fontana, one of my favorite tracks actually on the schedule. It is a beat up two two mile plus oval. It is absolutely hammered after all these years. I'm happy to have it back after two years. It has been a long while since we've seen some racing at Auto Club. So looking forward to it. But I got to say, I am actually going to go with Kevin Harvick. Believe it or not, get an early win. I feel like a veteran should have a good time out there based on what I've seen so far this year. I think he may just sneak away and get a win. He has one there in the past, of course. But then my alternative pick, I'm actually going to go with Alex Bowman, who is the last driver to win at, win at Auto Club. So those are my two picks. I'm sticking to them. So I got Blue Oval and I got Bowtie. With that being said, Renee, who you got? All right. Well, here we go. I'll tell you who's not going to win is Austin Centric. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know. He surprised us already. <laughs> I was going to say, but then again, I don't know. I just want to say one thing about Austin Centric real quick. You know what was so funny after he won the race? You. I, you could have swore he won a you could have, you could have swore he won a Grammy award or an Oscar. <laughs> he was like, "Oh my God, there's so many people I got to thank." I thought he was gonna pull out a sheet. He should, he should have, man, because he was like, he was, "Man, he was like, I gotta pull the sheet out because I ain't think this is gonna happen like this as fast." <laughs> I was like, "Man, did this guy did, did he win the Daytona 500 or did did he win a Grammy award?" <laughs> 
All right, so here we go with my picks. Believe it or not, I am going to go with a couple of guys here. A little, a little, a couple of guys that that we're kind of familiar with. But I'm just going to play these first several races out and see how it how it goes. But if it's going to go anything like you know last year, boy, we're in for a treat. But I'm going to go with none other than my boy Denny Hamlin right off the top. I, I, I think I think Denny Hamlin will, will, will come through and get his first win of the season out of the way early and then focus a little bit more and 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 then just be Denny Hamlin the rest of the year. Now, it's my it's my alternative pick that's probably going to be a little bit different than what I normally go. And I'm actually going to go with Ryan Blaney. Kenny, I don't know what it is about Ryan Blaney, but I, I, I just feel, you know, that 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 he could be the one the one guy that could come and 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 sneak in and win this race at the Auto Club Speedway in Fontana next weekend. So my 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 main pick is Denny Hamlin and my uh alternative pick Kenny is going to be none other than Ryan Blaney. Those are my picks and I'm sticking with them. If you guys have your picks that you want to throw at us, please hit us up on our social media. It's at turns no at turns, no breaks across the board. At turns, no breaks. Please let us know who you think's going to win. If you got an alternative pick, let us know. Also, we, we look forward to this year of doing the podcast and we look forward to getting new, new people to come in and tune in and listen to our podcast. And the only way to do that is to have you guys who also, who already listen to our podcast, turn them on to our podcast. If they like NASCAR just as much as you do, just as much as we do. Remember, this podcast is for fans by fans and we certainly appreciate your support through the years so for kenny and myself we will see you next week on another episode of all turns and no breaks see y'all we kicked out the daytona 500 but y'all know what i'm always gonna say stay hydrated thanks so much for tuning in 